Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. On the line with us right now, we have the NYPD Chief of Detectives, James Essig. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Chief. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, how you doing, John? How you doing, Congressman? I'm doing fine. And uh, these people are nobody. You're like almost a neighbor of mine, except you live in a high-class neighborhood. But anyway... <laughs> Great, great to talk to you, Jim. It really is. And thanks for your great job you do. Happy well, New Year. Well, this is a cold week this week, and well, and uh, so many problems. My God, we're looking to you to find out: Are we going to survive the week? Survive the week? Yeah, we're going to survive the week. Okay. Uh, uh, Chief, so you re- the NYPD released some statistics, and it looks like uh, things are heading in the right direction. Can you let us uh, know what's going on? Well, as, as far as uh, the shootings and homicides, well, it looks like we're going to finish the year uh, substantially down, about 15 percent in homicides, about 15 to 20 percent in shootings. Chief, what's the, uh, re- the main reason for that? Because that, they are really startling numbers. You know, 15 uh, percent, that's great. Well, How'd that come uh, about? You know, I, I love to give my detectives credit for that. Uh, this year alone, uh, our clearance rates for homicides committed this year is about 65%. When all said and done with the uh, the clearance rates from previous years, we'll be at about 85%. We've arrested, the detectives this year have arrested close to 1,400 people for either shootings or homicides this year and in previous years. So uh, an outstanding job by that. And I, and I think uh, the deployment, the uh, patrol services, transit, housing is doing uh, and a couple of innovative steps we're using to apprehend these perpetrators in real time are, are really starting to pay dividends. Now, the New York Times uh, chief, did, uh, chief Essig released some statistics talking about children who are the victims of shootings. And it's a startling number. Can you tell us more about that? Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, we're seeing the highest levels uh, of youths under the age of 18 involved in gun violence. Uh, you know, the availability of guns and there, uh, you know, in certain circumstances, there's no repercussions when people get arrested for guns. So they're coming right out. They're using them. Uh, but uh, hopefully that'll start to turn shortly. Chief, do you think you can bring the success also to the uh, street crime and I guess what I call quality of life crimes? Because you've done such a great job on the shootings and the murders. Yeah, I I think that's one of the biggest issues, probably one of the biggest concerns of the citizens, too, uh, of New York, is the street crimes, the drugs on on the corners, the quality of life issues. I mean, it's a patrol issue. I think we're going to be looking to enhance our narcotics enforcement on, on the streets this year. We're putting together a plan. We're working with the police commissioner, the new chief of department, and we should have that plan out shortly to start addressing some of the uh, quality of life narcotics issues on the streets. Right. So, Chief Essig, we were talking about it earlier with Curtis Sliwa, that guy. Uh, what is his name? Wilford Acasio. He's like the poster child now of shoplifting dozens and dozens of times, and he's hitting the same stores over and over again. What can be done about these repeat offenders? Uh, You know, our job in the police department is continue to arrest them. You know, the criminal justice system consists of a lot of parts, prosecutors, uh, the, you know, the the judges, the the, uh, corrections. Our job is to give the prosecutors the best case possible to keep them in jail. 
and hopefully the rest of the criminal justice system works. Chief, do you think that the mayor and the commissioner will have any impact in Albany? I know that uh, uh, Mayor Adams keeps talking about the need to change some of these laws, uh, certainly with repeat offenders, with bail reform, with uh, pretrial discovery, all of that. Do you see any, any chance of progress there? You know, we hope so. I mean, my job is to give my detectives the resources to uh, do the job they they do best, and that's to arrest these people. I, I leave that work to the elected officials and the politicians to change the law. But we have to work within the law. Uh, we do the best we can with what we got. Absolutely. Um, so, Chief Essig, where do we go from here? What do you see in the coming year? Well, uh, again, uh, I, I think where we are, we've made significant progress, as, as we talked about with the homicides and the shootings this year. Uh, you know, I think if we could keep that momentum going, we're nowhere near where we want to be. We want to get back to those 2018, early 2019 crime levels. But we're starting to see some significant progress. And hopefully with these new plans in place with the narcotics, the quality life enforcement, to continue to detect the Bureau to make the arrest, take these violent criminals off the street, we'll see some more progress uh, in the coming year. Chief, and how about police morale? Are you, uh, you know, being able to uh, increase retention, also increase recruitment? Because the cops took a real bad hit the last few years with from the public and the media and the politicians. Uh, how is it as far as holding the people on the job and recruiting new members? Uh, you know, um, I've been on 40 years. Next week, I have 40 years. Um, the last couple of years have been probably the hardest. But, um, it, you know, the, the cops know what they get into when they when they take the job. Uh, uh, you know, we do our job. We continue to plug away. Um, and there's a lot of support out there. You know, when you're on a foot post and somebody walks by, hey, thank you for what you do. Or when you hit a search warrant, the, the next door neighbor opens up that door and gives you the thumbs up. So that's not out in the public, but we see it, we hear it. Uh, yeah, we got our share of critics out there, but uh, the overwhelming majority of the people support us and they, they show it to us. Chief Essig, back to the shooting victims. There have been 149 shooting victims under the age of 18 so far this year as of December 18th. And, of course, that's notably higher than the number in 2021 when we saw 138. And then, as you mentioned, in 2017, we saw historic violence lows with uh, 75 shooting victims were children. But also on the flip side, the people actually pulling the trigger are, are children themselves. And we're seeing this trend not only in New York City, but in Philly and Chicago and L.A. Why why do you think that is happening, that we're seeing so many children now now uh, getting involved in so many violent activities? Yeah, uh, I think a lot of it's gang related. Uh, a, a lot of it's the rap, uh, the drill rap where social media mm-hmm. taunts and then the availability of guns for these young kids where they go out and they get them. But uh, the drill rap, definitely social media has a lot of it where the taunting goes back and forth. And unfortunately, a lot of these kids resort to the violence. Right. And then the, the, the assaults. I know a lot of people are worried simply walking down the street or they're taking the subway and we're seeing assaults going up and people being uh, attacked randomly. Why do you think that's happening so much? So more I feel like more so than we've heard in recent years. Yeah, it's uh, I would say in the last two years, you see a lot of random assaults, uh, people on the subways, people walking down the streets. Uh, there's a, a, a lot of uh, 
mentally ill people on the street, a lot of substance abusers out on the street. And uh, that's where our enforcement's got to come. We've got to work with the mayor's mental health initiative, try and get these people some care in certain ways and take off the offenders uh, in a different way and put them in, in jail. And now, Chief uh, John Katzmankides, uh, I understand uh, on some of these civilian uh, review boards uh, re- reports that the uh, commissioner has shot down most of them. Has that made the uh, officers uh, happy that uh, somebody's watching their back? Well, it's always good to know uh, the police commission is uh, fantastic, uh, very well loved by the by the membership out there, and uh, you know. When when we're right, it's good to be back, and she she backs us. And we're wrong, where she she'll take disciplinary action. So, but it, it's good to know she has our back. That's, I think it's that's very important. Yeah, I think it's really important that cops know that. Listen, if something's wrong, it's wrong. But on the other hand, when cheap shots are taken, and you know the brass just go along with the charges, that can really be unnerving to cops. All I've heard from rank and file is they really do respect the fact that uh, Commissioner Sewell is looking at these cases with an open mind and not rushing to judgment in any way, or not just rubber stamping, you know, judgment that came to her from the civilian board. Well, I, I think all we can ask for us from a police standard is just give us a fair shake, look at the facts and judge us. Uh, and the overwhelming majority of the time, you'll see we're in the right. Chief, when's your next class coming in? You know I yet? think in January they uh, they do four classes a year. I think the next class will be coming out in January. I just uh, guys, I just got a text back from Ann Donnelly that it's, uh, her apologies. It's improper for her, her to come on radio, and uh, but she could confirm uh, that the uh, there's an investigation is underway. Chief, that's one thing you don't have to worry about. Is the investigation into. Uh... George, George Santos, you have enough problems to oh, worry boy. about, but that, that's one that's not yours. So, wow. <laughs> I've been in politics a long time. I've never seen anything like this, but that's that's for another day, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, oh. uh, Chief of Detectives James Essig. And if we don't speak to you beforehand, have a happy and healthy New Year. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.